welcome to the Astrology in You podcast. Today we are looking at the new moon in Gemini, the solar eclipse, Mercury retrograde and some very important planet placements. Hi, I'm Kerry Hurigan and thank you for tuning in. In this podcast, I'll be covering the new moon in Gemini at 19 degrees and 47 minutes, the solar eclipse at 10 degrees and 21 minutes, Mercury retrograde and lots more. So some of us are more aware than others of the great change we are currently going through. We can help others understand what and why this is happening to help them transition into this new age. Change isn't easy for many and some people will really struggle. As I'm going through this podcast, it's a good idea to have your birth chart with transits handy. And for those of you who don't have this, I've created a video finally to show you how you can create a free natal chart with transits at astro.com. And you can also get a free mini astrology report that includes a very detailed natal chart from astrology in you. So you just click on the links in the resources below. So let's start with the eclipses. Eclipses are related to sudden shocks, tension, friction and stress. We can experience trauma as we need to adapt quickly because our evolution is speeding up. As we find ourselves between the total lunar eclipse of May 26th and the solar eclipse of June 10th, we are between cycles. The ending cycle, the lunar eclipse, which is always associated with full moons, is usually permanent and the new cycle beginning which is a solar eclipse which is always associated with the new moons also brings new opportunities. We are in a window of time to make the necessary adjustments between letting go of the old and releasing and making way for the new. We will feel the changes in the next six months to the next lunar and solar eclipses on November 19th and December 4th. These changes are also on a global scale as well as in our own lives. Some people will have extremely stressful times and emotions will be triggered. Just remember we are all on our own paths individually as well as a human family. For those people who are being emotionally triggered resulting in feelings of trauma, look to your emotional reactions, thoughts and feelings. What past trauma are you reliving? Understanding your emotional reactions to your thoughts that cause suffering is part of the healing process. Our trauma comes from reliving past events, projection and limiting beliefs, which I spoke about in the last podcast with the super full moon and total lunar eclipse, which brought things to the surface to be dealt with. People and situations trigger us when we live past trauma. This gives us the opportunity to look at ourselves and our thoughts that are igniting limiting beliefs, creating our suffering. And this is good news. Why? Because we can address our limiting beliefs caused by stressful thinking, creating feelings of trauma to evolve, mature, and end our suffering once and for all. Now I have two incredibly helpful and powerful resources for you. One is the work of Byron Katie, and I always mention Katie because she's so incredibly amazing, and a new one called The Holistic Psychologist. Both these amazing women who run these websites recommend putting your thoughts on paper and keeping a journal, which is ideal for the new moon and solar eclipse in Gemini. 
This is not only our path to healing, but having emotional intelligence where we can treat others and ourselves with kindness and grace. And how do we become emotionally intelligent? We understand our ego. Our ego or self-image is represented by the moon. The moon shows us how we see ourselves inwardly, not how others see us. Our self-image is that emotional and psychological part of ourselves. When we are at war with others or ourselves, we are in our trauma body. The main objective of the ego is to be right no matter what, because this is how it survives. Emotional intelligence requires for us not to blame others, but to reflect on situations on how we behaved, thought, felt, and be a witness to ourselves. This requires objectivity and a lot of practice so we can address and deal with our limiting beliefs, stress and trauma. This is how we heal and nurture ourselves and this is also what the moon represents. This results in emotional maturity and emotional intelligence. For this we need information and a process. Byron Katie has the most remarkable process of all and you'll also get a process from the holistic psychologist. So emotional intelligence is how we achieve self-empowerment and inner security. But it requires not just objectivity, but communicating your thinking and emotional reactions with another as other people do not know your thoughts. In turn, the practice of witnessing yourself and communicating your thoughts and feelings, you can then listen to others as they communicate to you. We are constantly told our security is in things outside of us, like a partner or material things such as money or a job or a house, etc. When these things or people leave or they are taken away, it sends us into fear and crisis and our world falls apart. Just remember, when we are in conflict with another, they are in pain and hurting. They are in emotional trauma and reliving a past event within their own lives, triggering their reactions. So really both of you are in pain reliving past trauma. And just for a moment, ponder on when you have been in conflict with another. What were you feeling and thinking at the time? What traumatic and painful event or memory were you reliving? When we acknowledge and accept our own mistakes and we have become more emotionally mature because we have learned from our own experience, we can be more compassionate and empathetic to others. To be human is to make mistakes and it is part of our journey of becoming and we are always in a journey of becoming. To understand how you handle your emotions, look at your natal moon placement. So, for example, if you were born with a Gemini moon, your emotional intelligence will grow from diversity, getting more information, and how you communicate that information to yourself and others. Your ability to adapt to new forms of healthy thinking will impact on your emotions. Therefore, you will understand your ego better, reflecting your emotional responses and behaviour. Isn't that great? So Gemini is a mutable air sign ruled by Mercury and it rules the third house. Gemini is diversity, options, adaptability, mindset and communications. Information in and information out. Gemini is subjective and relating to the left brain. Gemini is a yang archetype, meaning the energy travels outward from the center, allowing communications to take place. There is a desire to obtain as much information as possible and to know as much as possible, continually expanding its factual knowledge. 
In gathering of this information, it is the discerning Virgo, which trines Gemini, of what information is useful as opposed to what is useless that challenges Gemini. One can become paralyzed by information overload. This then correlates to opinions, which do not necessarily correlate to the truth. Truth sits in Sagittarius, which is the polar opposite of Gemini, and Gemini has more to do with a point of view, looking at things from different angles. This enables diverse angles on truth, addressing one of the distorted sides of Gemini being lies and liars. To understand your thinking, look in your natal chart to see what sign is on your third house. The location of its planetary ruler, where Mercury is, where Gemini and Virgo also are, and Virgo is also ruled by Mercury, and you will see the nature of your thinking. This will reveal how you think and how you communicate what you think. Like all the air signs, Gemini is quite the social butterfly and loves variety. Gemini can become bored if there is lack of mental stimulation and can be quite the flirt engaging with others with their quick wit and humour. Because of the copious amounts of information they can hold, which is very impressive, they make great conversationalists and networkers making connections easily. Very youthful in appearance, they have a very playful and charming way about them. Their endless curiosity and love of learning sees them as travellers, ferocious readers, meeting new people and socialising in their insatiable need for gathering information, facts and knowledge. Gemini is a very restless energy, just like the swirling breeze or wind constantly moving and changing. The energy can be scattered in the extreme that can switch from one topic to another mid-sentence, trying to get all the information out at lightning speed, making it difficult for the listener to keep up. Gemini really struggles with feelings of being trapped and boredom, therefore much mental stimulation is needed to satisfy and fulfil the Gemini native. Gemini has the ability to see things from different perspectives, are incredible at problem solving, exhausting all options till a solution is found. Very talkative, they can even talk with their hands or use their hands in a very different way. Often their fingers and hands very slender and long. Gemini can see many points of view as there is a contrariness to them. They will find the weakest point in the argument, will say the opposite, even repeating what you have already said, just using different words. They can just look at the surface, not going deeper, reluctant to engage in things with deeper feelings and can play one against the other. So as you can see, there is a vast variety with the sign of Gemini. If you were born with a Gemini moon, you will express yourself via your feelings. Gemini also relates to our siblings and short trips. So just an interesting fact you might like to hear, on May 5th, 2020, we saw the lunar nodes move into the signs of Gemini and Sagittarius, where COVID-19 was being reported in different countries. The virus spread through the air, unable to be contained, taking it around the world, affecting the lungs. Washing our hands and being in lockdown made social media the best way to interact with others. I think a lot of Geminis would be very grateful for social media. Looking at the planet Mercury, which is the ruler of Gemini, medically, it rules the nervous system, lungs, arms, shoulders, and hands. Mercury also rules the function of hearing on a nerve level, and on a psychological level, it is Venus who rules listening. 
Mercury is our internal messenger describing our way of learning, thinking, how we communicate and what we like to talk about. Look to see where Mercury is in your natal chart to get more insights into your own ways of communication and thinking. So we're also currently in a Mercury retrograde cycle and that started on the 23rd of May and will go through to the 30th of June and that's in Australian time. Mercury retrograde is a time of slowing down, looking at what we have initiated and not yet completed so we can revisit, revise, review, rethink and reflect on. It is also a time to relax our thinking, letting our brain rest from the myriad of thoughts that are at lightning speed. There's a very deep meaning with the eclipses and Mercury retrograde, encouraging deeper thinking and how we see reality. We may even question many things about our lives, in particular what is true. Some of us are still feeling the effects of the eclipses. Eclipses can bring sudden endings to what doesn't work anymore, so we begin the new cycle. Sudden change means we must adapt quickly, but eclipses can also bring unexpected opportunities. Intensity is the nature of eclipses. Try to be objective and observe. Intensity is likely to remain for the next six months as we are going through these great changes to the next set of eclipses, which there will be a partial lunar eclipse on November 19th and a solar eclipse on December 4th. This solar eclipse is an annular eclipse, meaning there is a ring around the moon and is a north node eclipse in Gemini, signifying a new beginning to our future. As we are going through this great change, we have five planets in mutable signs allowing adaptability and flexibility that can also feel very unstable. On the other hand, these placements allow and provide help for us in adapting to change. The new moon is a time to set your intention for a new beginning. And this is not just a new beginning, it is a huge new beginning. The new moon phase is also instinctual emergence and freedom is required. A concentration of the energies of the sun, the moon, Mercury retrograde and North Node in Gemini is enabling us to make a new beginning in looking at our old ways of thinking, to let go of these old ways and move into the future. Are you still thinking the same debilitating thoughts that kept you in past behavioural patterns because of past trauma? So time for revisiting our stressful thoughts and understanding our ego. When we are in our trauma body, we cannot think clearly and we react irrationally. Our ego has never been questioned because no one has taught us how to question it until now. And there I highly recommend Byron Katie. We repeat the same emotions where we disconnect from life and remain in past emotional patterns that have repeated throughout our life. The same self-talk, the same emotional response because we are reliving a past traumatic event. Our ego does not see things as they are but looks through a lens of past trauma and it is a conditioning. It is not you, it is a conditioned part of you. So this combination of Sun, Moon and retrograding Mercury with the North Node is the ideal time to master the stressful thinking and traumatic emotions of your mental processes to create a new you. I mean, isn't that exciting? 
So be innovative, diverse, and learn about your ego by visiting Byron Katie and the Holistic Psychologist. They are great places to start and you will see it's all for your good. It is a very exciting thought to be free of harmful and stressful thinking. So we also have Neptune squaring the Sun, Moon and Mercury. And this is a very powerful combination. On one hand, our imagination and creativity can be ignited. And on the other hand, we can move into the more unhealthy side or lower vibrations where we see untruths, foggy facts, misleading information, deliberately given to distract us and draw our attention to something else. So Neptune relates to our feelings and sensitivities. So when we are bombarded by the many thoughts, we need respite to get out of our heads and find the more spiritual meanings. We have Saturn square in Uranus and this is the clash of the giants. It's a major theme in astrology of 2021. So Saturn on one hand is about rules, boundaries and structure. Uranus is the planet of freedom, rebellion and liberation. Governments suppressing the good and the people bringing in more authority, more restrictions, creating more pressure and tension. These two giants are in fixed signs and that's even more restrictive. So Uranus in Taurus, Uranus relates to sudden shocks, traumatic events, awakenings and freedom while being futuristic and liberating. Taurus rules the land and is associated with money, stock market, property and banking. The coming together of these two giants will impact society as a whole and us as individuals. This cycle takes around 45 years and it commenced in 1988 and will end in 2032. These planets will be exact in February, June and December of 2021 and in a close square of October 2022. So you can see how slow these planets are moving and how slow this energy moves as well. Events that have coincided with the Saturn-Uranus cycle are the attacks on the World Trade Center and the global financial crisis. The times we are living in are extraordinary and we will see unprecedented, which is a word that's very overused these days, but I can't think of another word, but we will be seeing unprecedented events of change. Both Saturn and Pluto are in retrograde motion where Saturn commenced its retrograde on the 25th of May. They will continue together to Pluto goes direct on the 9th of October and Saturn on the 13th of October. There will likely be much review and re-examining of the actions of governments, corporations and institutions and there will also be more disclosure and the continual imploding and crumbling of these structures. Mars currently has its placement in Cancer where this forward and impulsive energy is tempered due to Cancer's sensitivities and feelings of vulnerability. In saying that, Mars gives us the courage to bring us out of our comfort zone, to face our fears and explore new territory. So we are going through radical and great changes and some people who really don't understand that these changes are necessary and inevitable will struggle greatly. So I would like you to know that I'm here to help and support you through this time. I wanted to remind you of a groundbreaking documentary I viewed recently called Thrive 2. This is what it takes. 
And this takes us behind the scenes with the people and inventions that have the power to transform life for us all. I encourage you to go and watch this documentary. All you have to do is register and the link is below. We continue to go through the eye of the needle, both on a global scale and as individuals. Great transformations are underway. We will see the continual crumbling of the old ways that don't work anymore, making the many divides even wider. So keep dropping into your heart, rise above and take the eagle's view, explore and find your own truth, let go of what doesn't work for you, laugh more, be in nature more, be more creative and most importantly show yourself love, kindness and no change is always to support us. Imagine a world of equality, kindness, love and understanding. Feel it for yourself and all of nature. Now I always recommend a meditation practice and when we get out of the busyness of our own heads, clarity comes. When our minds are active and cluttered, it impairs our path to continue forward. Meditation with others is also very powerful. The world is going through a very stressful time on so many levels. We can aim high, set our intentions collectively for a better world, for a healthy planet, for the animals and us all. Governments will not do this. It's up to you and me. Thank you for listening. I hope you visit again. And as Mr. Spock says, live long and prosper. God bless and bye for now.